Coming to you live from the Chamber of Haunted Studios, this is Haunting You. I am your host, Leslie Reed. I'm Keone Hutton. Welcome back, everybody, to the Haunting You podcast. It is June 1st. Well, okay, it's not really June 1st, but by the time this comes out, it will be June 1st, so stick with me. Close I promise. For government work. It's close enough. What was that? Close enough, close for, enough government for government work. work. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so things are just getting absolutely chaotic here. Leslie's getting ready to move. I'm getting ready to move. And so we are trying our best to get ahead of ourselves and so we can actually put out episodes on time. So it's kind of, it, or at all that too. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're making a, a solid effort. I promise. Bear with us over the next couple of months. It's going to be absolute chaos, but we are doing our best to keep up. That that's really where we are. We're, we're not <laughs> we're even keeping up, like barely treading water. But we're 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 there. <laughs> Tonight, though, we are super excited because we have a very special guest to uh, come on and talk to us about all of the awesome work that they are doing. Mister Paul Lanner, I forgot to ask. Is that did I say your name right? You said it correctly. Fantastic. I was winging it. I like I like it when it works out. Mr. Paul Lanner is the uh, chairman, founder, owner, president, founder, president, yeah. president, founder, yes. and president of Haunters Against Hate. Let's give him a huge round of applause. Paul, thank you so much for joining us on the Hunting You podcast. Yes. Welcome, welcome, sir. Thank welcome, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself. We really want to get to know the real Paul as much as you are willing to share with all of our listeners. Uh, tell us, you know, how did you get started in the haunted attraction industry? What drew you to the industry? Um, set, set some background for us. Um, ironically, a lot of people think that I'm just, you know, haunting is what I've always done, but I actually work in the entertainment movie industry. I've been doing packaging design for Warner Brothers for the past 19 years. I, I want to ask some follow-up here. When you say packaging design, you mean like... Like, for uh, example, say you bought the DVDs for the original Wonder Woman TV series. Okay. I designed those. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Nice. <laughs> I designed all the TV show, all the DVDs for every episode of, or every season of Dallas, of ER. So stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. That's freaking cool. Yeah. And before that, I used to be uh, the creative manager director at 20th Century Fox. Okay. Or I nice. went off my own. So I've been in the entertainment industry since 1988. Okay. Solid. That yeah. you must have all kinds of fascinating stories. I do, indeed. <laughs> and, any anything you want to share real quick? No, I'd rather not right now. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> How many ask. NDAs are still under you know, <laughs> still finding? My my favorite story is that and it is pretty wild is I had done an interview for an online uh, website about packaging design. And about six months after that interview, I was contacted by this person saying that they were the business manager of Pee Wee Herman. And I was like, yeah, okay. I figured a friend was pulling a trick. Sure. And they said, um, Paul Rubens was looking for someone to design Pee Wee's Playhouse for DVD. And I'm like, okay. And cut to two weeks later and, Pee Wee Herman was in my apartment discussing Pee Wee's playhouse. <laughs> so pretty surreal. No kidding. I gotta ask: Does he? Yeah. Did, did he talk like that in real life, or is it no? He did character? not. Oh, no. that's too bad. No. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, pretty wild, pretty surreal to actually yeah. have Paul Rubin sitting in your apartment discussing Pee Wee's playhouse. I'm going, okay, this is this is really bizarre because I love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so that but one must have been a labor of love fanboy. i didn't fanboy i was very professional so well well done i don't think i would be nearly as professional as you <laughs> <laughs> but but with all of that and as everything was becoming more digital i was living in la obviously um i moved to indiana for a while because of this relationship or whatever and i wanted to go to some haunted houses when i was there and being what I thought then an elitist snob going, how could any of these be possibly scary compared to <laughs> universal horror nights? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to this little haunt in Southern Indianapolis and little did I know is they could touch you. <laughs> they could not do it, not scary farm or universal. <laughs> and I had the shit scared out of me. 
<laughs> do you do you remember it, what the haunt was? Nightmare in Edgewood. And, okay. and there's a connection because I went with two of my friends and we went through and it was it was frightening. It was terrifying. And we came out and this guy came, pulled up in like a golf cart or whatever. And he said, would you like to go through again as VIPs? And I was like, oh, okay, that's very nice of you. And we went through again. And after we left, my two friends were like, well, do, do you think he did that? Because we heard one of the actors call us faggots. And when we went through the second time, that actor was not there. Mm -hmm. So I never forgot that. I, I, I At the time, it was called Southside Massacre. And I remember that. I keep things in my mind. Uh -huh. And they changed their name over to Nightmare in Edgewood. And I contacted them. And I said, uh, what I do for a living. And I said, I would love to get involved in the haunt industry. And I'd love to create a new logo for you, blah, blah, blah. And they, they approached the city. They're like, who is this person? <laughs> I ended up designing the logo. And that was my introduction to the haunt industry. And I've been working with them for the past nine years. Awesome. And I Very told cool. them the story of what had happened. And they said that is unacceptable to them that, you know, they would never tolerate anything like that. And they probably had that actor fired that. Uh -huh. And I never forgot that. It's something. And they were one of the first proponents and people on board for Haunters Against Hate. So, and that was my introduction to the haunt industry. That, that's a heck of an introduction. I it love is, that story. It it's a great story. And I started advertising for them. And then before you knew it, another haunt in the area reached out to me and said, can you help us with this? Yeah. Like, sure. So I found myself going more and more into the haunt industry as well. Sure. It sounds like yeah, you must have some kind of graphic design training, uh, given, given what you were doing. I do. Can you talk a little bit about it for uh, anyone who's interested in, in pursuing a career that way? Well, ironically, I went to school for film, but when I was in school, I worked at Simon & Schuster, and they taught me everything on Mac, and I designed their first in-house published book. And <laughs> cool. and that, when I moved to L.A., I got a job with Disney, working nice. on or Disneyland, uh -huh. and it went from there, and I, I immersed myself in the advertising and design fields side of the movie industry yeah. universal theatrical uh one of the first movies i ever worked on was tremors <laughs> so, such a great when, movie when i worked on it, it when, when i first worked on it, it was originally called beneath perfection well the name of the town is perfection oh okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i followed yeah, that okay yep. oh yeah, it's been I'm forever not. since i've seen it yeah <laughs> so it, you know and i just i went from there and took it from there and i've been working in the graphic design industry since then Cool. That's awesome. Pretty amazing. Yeah, no kidding. Are you, are you still doing that kind of work? I do. I still work with Warner Brothers. I also work with Synapse Films, which is a small independent company uh, that handles cult and horror niche films. So, for example, I work on all the packaging design for all the Dario Argento films. Oh, like, sure. Yeah, I just finished up working on Tenebrae today for 4K, Phenomena, uh, Cult movies like Massacre at Central High, The Kindred. So, yeah, th that I do. But, um, well, and as we go into Haunters Can State, Haunters Can State is now starting to consume more and more of my time. So oh, I'm sure the balance, the balance is shifting now, mm -hmm. which is yeah. my goal ultimately. Well, it's it's great to hear that it's growing so much that that's that can be the option for you. I mean, having, having something take up more of your time, I mean, that does kind of indicate that you are being successful at building this platform. A lot, a lot happened last year once I became 501c3. It was well, let, water, but it was, I finally accomplished that goal. Well, let's, so. let's jump into it. Let's, let's talk about Hunters Against Hate then. That's the real reason we brought you on. Uh, Hunters Against Hate is uh, now partnered with the Chamber of Haunters and we had heard I had heard of you before that, but didn't know a whole lot about uh, why you existed and what you were trying to do uh, until I talked to Rob Knowlton. And when he mentioned that um, you were the new partner, I started digging into it. And I am so excited with what you guys are doing. So tell us first, how did Hunters Against Hate get started? What was the driver to uh, for you to to start this? Well, the, the catalyst actually came from a very unpleasant situation. 
um, which a lot of things do happen, but it happened after the Pulse Orlando massacre in Orlando almost six years ago now. Mm -hmm. And there were some really unpleasant comments made on social media that basically, in essence, more facts should have been killed in Orlando. And because of that, a group of haunts in the Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio area decided that that was unacceptable and they were going to ban this group from coming to their haunts. So they reached out to me and they asked, "Could you, Paul, can you come up with a name, with a design, a logo and everything? And we'll just do an open letter on Facebook announcing that. Mm -hmm. And they figured we'll let it go with that. Yeah. And the letter was posted and blah, blah, blah. But the more I thought about it, I was like, no, I'm going to have to like run with this. I, and I spoke to them, I said, I'm going to take this over and I'm going to run with this. And I'm going to take something that was born out of such negativity and turn it into something positive. So I created like one t-shirt and created a website and took a risk and spent a lot of my own money and went to Transworld and got a boot there. And before you knew it, that first year, I figured, okay, I'll make maybe, you know, sell like $100, $200 worth of shirts. And I ended mm -hmm. up like $2,000 worth of shirts. Holy moly. Um, and I was like, okay, so this, I'm going to have to pursue this and keep this going. And just year after year, I started building it more and more, more t-shirts. Then I started, started with a book. Of, no, I started with a calendar first. A <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll put a submission on Facebook and say, you know, if you want to be in the calendar, send a picture in. And I was like, I need 14 images. So it shouldn't, maybe I'll get 20 submissions. And I ended up getting 200. Holy moly. It sounds like there's, there was really a, uh, a desire for what you were doing. A need and interest. I, yes. The, the support was pretty overwhelming. I have to say when, after I created the website, I think the initial letter that was posted on social media had maybe 22 haunts. Uh -huh. And within that first year, there were almost what, 200 haunts on board supporting. So it, it, it grew rapidly. It really it sounds like it. So, and yeah. And I was like, all right, let's just keep this going. So, you know, I went back to Transworld. I then got a booth at Midwest Haunters convention and then I had some haunts like Nightmare and Edge would reach out to me and say, you want to do a Haunters against state night? And I was like, sure, why not? That would be, you know, we'll do an, an LGBT Pride Night and Contras Get State Night. And it turned out to be very successful. <laughs> and they donated a part of their, you know, the proceeds of that mm -hmm. to Contras Get State. And with all of this, I was like, okay, I'm going to donate or give back to these LGBT organizations, preferably youth organizations. So, mm -hmm. The first two organizations I ever donated to was um, Damien Center in Indianapolis, which is not focused on youth, but helps the community, mm -hmm. and Louisville Youth Group based out of Louisville, Kentucky. And what really made me realize that I was doing something, like when I went down to Louisville, I met with the kids from Louisville Youth Group. And they were so lovely, and they loved the stories, and I realized this is what I have to do. I have to promote, make these people these kids feel welcome, know that they have a family. And I took it from there. And I've been keeping going for almost six years now. So you made the calendar the first year. You've had, I think you're working on the eighth edition of your book. I just, yeah. What happened was after I did calendar for two years and then I realized with all these submissions, I think the wiser thing to do would create a book so I could get <laughs> more people, you know, in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, so I created this series of coffee table books, which vary from 60 to 100 pages, whatever I, I mix it. And I basically tell the haunters, like, tell, tell me about why you got into haunting, why you spot haunters in state, blah, blah, blah. And the, the reaction has been amazing. I've, I've had submissions from Australia, from Germany, from the UK. So it's gone international at this point. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It is. Like volume four was dedicated to people of color, haunters. Um, volume five was LGBT haunters. Volume six, which ended up being the quickest book to put together and the fastest selling one was dedicated to women haunters. And that went like, so <laughs> it's, 
it's crazy. It's crazy. And I just finished volume eight, which I should be getting from the printer within the week. What's, I, what's the theme for volume eight? I call it volume eight bit. <laughs> and basically because bit by bit, uh, the haunt industry is put together by all different people. So I have haunt owners in the book, makeup artists, a lot of behind the scenes people in addition to the haunters. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. How many haunters have you featured in your books? Do you have like a rough estimate? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. So, just seven hundred haunters telling their stories, telling yes. why yes. haunters against hate matters to them. Yes. And like volume five about the LGBT haunters, they shared their coming out stories. Uh huh. And it was a really touching, very moving book. Uh, yeah. These stories and these haunters saying how their haunt families. Some of them, it became their family mm-hmm. because the families rejected them. Yeah. It, and I, I've, gotten, I've gotten emails from people. At this past trans world that just happened, the Hunter and Traction Association every year gives out what they call their Oscars. Yeah. And I was given the special recognition Oscar for 2022. Congratulations. I think Congratulations. That, is, that is well earned. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And what I said in my speech, and I'll say it here, is... Yes, of course, you know, getting the money and being able to donate. I've raised, what, almost $50,000 now. That's fantastic. And that's important. That's very important, of course, but it's stories mm-hmm. that matter. Like at Transworld one year when this 14-year-old girl was there with her parents and she came up to my booth and just looked at the stuff. And I could tell she was confused and didn't know what to do. And her parents walked away and I ran over to her and I gave her a pin and a shirt. I said, I want you to have this. I gave her a hug. Six months later, I got an email from her saying, because of that, she felt like she was empowered and that she could, you know, be herself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Last year, I had a dad come up to me at my booth and say he gave his daughter uh, one of the volume five of the book of Haunters. And because of that, she was able to come out to him. And he's crying. I start crying. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that's what, it, that's what it's about to me. It's being... Yeah. Yeah, these young people and make them feel like they're accepted and welcomed. You know that they this this other woman messaged me that I sent her daughter a t-shirt, a couple of t-shirts, and she said it was the first time she saw her daughter smile in like two years. <laughs> her, her daughter was being bullied so much. Yeah, so that's what it's about. It, that being, that's it. Being seen, being welcomed, being right. accepted for who you are, unconditionally you belong and you belong here no matter what. And, and, it, and a lot of stuff's going on in the country right now. A lot of bad stuff, you know, especially you look at Florida, you look at Texas, mm-hmm. Alabama now. It's just like things are constant very barrage. And kids don't know where to turn. I'm afraid that yeah. the suicide rate's going to go up again yeah. because they're going to be rejected and we don't want that. So uh, I I, th- I think what I love most about your books is it's showing people that there are others like them. Yes, exactly. It's 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 hard to feel alone when you know there are others like you. Exactly. Well, and, and, I, and creating a place where they can come to as well, you know, whether they get to your booth, whether they reach out to the group via email, it's a place that, you know, this is a safe place. They they're me. In one form or another, even, you know, I never know anybody who looks like me for, for people who, who have that experience, you know, small towns, things like that, and has my experience. And now you've opened up a network to these kids and to everybody who needs that and given them that place where they can say, and you can say, look, you're welcome here. You, you mm-hmm. absolutely belong and that's right as you are you don't have to do anything to yourself that's right you know, hi yes you're a ridiculous puppy you're you're accepted <laughs> whoever you want to be exactly Even if you're fuzzy and brainless and that that will eventually lead us into the events like last year's events and stuff and that started yeah but before we get there because I, I want that to be the uh, the climax of of the episode here we'll, we'll just keep teasing it to, to keep people keep dragging them through the episode <laughs> keep them engaged exactly uh, so you've done all the books how else are you raising money for all of these organizations well now now that 
Hunter's going to say this officially a 501c2 corporation. Mm-hmm. I can accept donations because now they're tax deductible. So Aha. I've started, you know, people have donated, haunts have donated. I also have haunters can say nights that haunts reach out to me and say, we'd like to have a night where you come out and have your booth. You can sell t-shirts and stuff. And we'll give you like a certain dollar amount of every ticket sold that evening, which has been fantastic. I have patches now. I have pins, of course, the book. So it's like this little, merchandise section, <laughs> as, as it were speaking speaking of merchandise i see a shirt you're wearing uh edgar Allan poe with the like rainbow splotches over yes. his eyes T- yes. tell us tell us more about the shirts i need uh, that shirt by the way this particular shirt i did last year because at my first event i had this actor who works with the national endowment of the arts who plays edgar Allan poe what and he nice. He was on stage as Edgar Allan Poe at my first event, <laughs> telling the history of Edgar Allan Poe and doing stories from Edgar Allan Poe. And it went over so well that I was like, well, <laughs> now I have to create an Edgar Allan Poe shirt. <laughs> and I freaking love one it. Of popular designs. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to go buy it as soon as we're done here because <laughs> I need that shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it was fantastic. And he is returning. So, Ooh, so he'll be back nice. this year. He will be back. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but also, I also started this year where I'm offering now, now that it's nonprofit and to cover expenses as I travel to more conventions, um, people can donate $150, get the tax write-off, and then they become a member of Haunters Can State. Mm-hmm. I get their logo on the website and I will link their website to their logo. They get a special 2022 member uh, Haunters Against Tate sticker that they can put on their social media to show that they were a supporter and a member. So I just, I I, I didn't want to, and I, I hemmed and hawed, but the board was like, you need to do that now because the way you're traveling around, it's just, it's consuming me more. It's yeah. Haunters Against Tate, where my regular job, say, was always... 80% Haunters Against Tate was 100%. It's starting to flip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is 80%. And, you know, I have to struggle that 20% to do my regular work, especially now that I've been invited to come to more conventions. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just this past weekend, I was in Knoxville for FrankenCon. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to Carolina Fear Fest in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh-huh. And I looks like I'm getting an invitation to come to Germany um in the fall what's happening what's happening in germany well, i because of the books i've developed a huge following in germany that's awesome uh, there are many haunters from germany in my books uh-huh. a lot of them or most of them are from this place called movie park germany which is almost like a king's island okay, okay. Uh, park and they have their halloween nights there you know for the month and they have all been following me i've created a special t-shirt for them that i've sent to them and they have now caught they've been in touch with the executives at movie park germany and i got an email from them saying that they had a big meeting on friday and they want to talk to me this week oh my gosh that's exciting that's yeah, great so, yeah. that'll be that'll pretty be a cool. good trip pretty cool that's super cool yes oh my gosh so we will see we will say that would be really cool to go to germany and they said they, they were talking about even having like a Haunters Against Tate parade, which would be- Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Yes, yeah, really awesome. Would. Yeah. You, you got to post pictures if it happens. And and the the tagline, and it's in my book, it's Fritz Park Sinbunt, which means amusement parks or theme parks are colorful. Because <laughs> they had an issue with uh, a gay couple that is heavily involved in the- uh, amusement park industry in Germany and they when someone found out that they were a gay couple someone who goes to the park wrote scathing stuff on social media mm. so all the haunters got together and stood up for this couple and they told me about it and I created the shirt special for them so that's awesome yeah. that's awesome I love how you can turn so much love out of so much hate Yes. And that's the thing. It's like, and my my thing is, is it hate is exhausting, isn't it? I mean, it is. 
It, it that's it. it. It just drains you. It it's sucks a, the life out of you. Which I think is why it's such a feedback loop is you keep using it to try and fuel yourself <sighs> and not re- even realizing that it's, it's killing you. Yeah. yeah. It's, my strawberries. Energy, such negative energy. It's like, that's definitely going to take its toll on you. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it people it's like just let people live no one's hurting you well and that's the thing is like how does this actually affect you personally right 99 times out of 100 999 times out of a thousand there is no it does not affect you personally at all like it's let them be them right they're living their life right they're happy they 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 have every one of us has a right to be and to be who we are no matter what that's that is a human right and it saddens me that so many people feel like somebody being somebody that they don't approve of even if you see them once along the street is enough for you to just lose your flipping mind i i think it's just ignorance and people who are afraid of what they don't know and understand Mm -hmm. so they lash out with hate it's the easiest thing to do yeah yeah Mm-mm. Okay, I have to ask you about the scholarship. The scholarship um, is open to LGBT students uh, that are planning to go to higher education for any type of graphic design or advertising or you know any kind of entertainment. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, liberal arts, I guess, if you want to say and we will be awarding them a $2,000 grant for their scholarship. It says that you're going to announce the the winner in May. Have you announced already? Not yet. Not yet. And and the thing is we haven't, I have it on the website to submit and we haven't done any submissions yet. Any? No. And so I've been pushing it and we decided that if we don't, if it's still too fresh, we'll just roll it over to next year. Sure. So, but it's out there on the website and and if the students want to apply, they all they have to do is just click on that link. So, so listen up, listeners. If you know anyone who is getting ready to go to college and is thinking about uh, any anything in the liberal arts, go check out Honors Against Hate because two K goes a long way toward yeah, and do it quickly. Yes, every, so, every little bit helps. That's right. <laughs> this uh, is very true. That is true. And so if I you wanted, we decided that would be a nice thing to do. Yeah. 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 And if you want to check that out, go to huntersagainsthate.com and click on the scholarship. It will take you right to all the details of where you can enter. Exactly. Awesome. Well, we need to take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsors, and then we will jump right back into it with Mr. Paul Lanner of Hunters Against Hate. Alrighty, well, we are back. Thank you for that word from our sponsors. And we are back with Paul Lanner of Haunters Against Hate. So let's continue. Okay. So tell us more about the Haunters Against Hate event that you have coming up. That is happening in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, July 8th through the 10th this year. It's the second event. Um, last year's was went over very well. And... <laughs> Okay, and this that's year it's our third host, Layla. She she often has colorful commentary. That's okay. My, my mine is downstairs. That mine Gomez. So yeah, mine <laughs> ate her treat too quick and got sick. So she's uh, isolated up with me and is mad because I'm not feeding her treats the way she wants me to. And her solution to that is to bark and growl at me. So we will get some commentary from her as per usual. Yeah. So this year. Um, the big thing is I'm having 10 celebrities this year, as opposed to I had one last year. And the one I did have last year, I'd become very good friends with over the past several years. And uh, that is Lori Cardill, who is the star, the lead in George A. Romero's Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, nice. And Lori and I have become very, very close through the years. And she she's a big, big supporter of Hunters Against Hate and is always pushing Hunters Against Hate. And she received the first Legacy Award last year at the HAH Awards, which I'm having again. So it's a Legacy Award, which is given to a celebrity that has promoted Hunters Against Hate and been a big supporter. 
There is the Haunter of the Year Award. There is the Jesse McDonald Memorial Award. Uh, Jesse McDonald was a haunter that worked out of Statesville Haunted Prison in Illinois, who sadly passed away at in his early 30s, um, year year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So in his memory, I created this memorial award that's given to a haunter that embodies basically like what he stood for, like goodness and helping fellow haunters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the three awards I give out the awards. Um, this year, it is going to Brandon Crane, who played young Ben in the original It. Okay. And um, Ricky Vitas, who was on Sci-Fi's Face Off. as He's one of the makeup artists. And he's yeah. Pretty amazing. He was at my first event, too. And he's also, so they're both big supporters of Hunters Can Save. So they're both getting the Legacy Award. Awesome. The Hunter of the Year this year is going to a 14-year-old boy. Oh, that's awesome. Excellent. Who is based out of Chicago at Hell's Gate. But before that, from the ages, I want to say, I could be wrong, forgive me, um, 7 to 11 or 8 to 12, he created his own little home haunt and raised $20,000 for charity. Wow, that's outstanding. So I think that, that, that he well deserves Haunter of the Year for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That puts everything we've ever done just to shame. shame. <laughs> and, and the Legacy Award this year is going to uh, man, Brandon, Brandon Shirley, who worked at American Horrorplex in Louisville as a haunter, but was also uh, a sheriff, deputy sheriff in Louisville. Oh, okay. And he was ambushed and killed last year at the age of 27. Oh, jeez. Mm. And this year, it's, it's going to be pretty touching. His partner's accepting the award on his behalf. Yeah. So he's getting, the, because he embodied, you know, he was there at the Black Lives Matter, you know, protest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and helped haunters along the way. So I think he deserves this award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. he's getting that. So that's the Hunters of the Year. I'm having, like I said, 10 celebrities. Lori Cardill um, got many of her co-stars in Day of the Dead to come to the event. Yes! Charlotte <laughs> uh, Conroy, I have John Amplis, who was also in Creepshow, and, and Martin, uh, Tazza Stavrakis, they're coming. Um, I'm having the original Barbara and Johnny from the original Night of the Living Dead coming. What? Russ Strike, oh. Judith O'Day, both are coming to my event. That is awesome. Which is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nico Hughes, who played Young Gage in the original Pet Cemetery, is going to be there. And Mark Patton, who was the lead in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, and in the documentary Screen Queen, will be there as well. So oh my gosh, the Freddies are my favorites. It's going to be a nice group of actors, celebrities there. No kidding. How did you make the connections to, to get them to come? Um, with Lori got me the connection with all the Romero-related people. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um, and they were all on board and they all jumped at the chance. They said, we want to support Hunters Against Hate. We'll be there. Awesome. Terry Alexander, who was one of the leads in Day of the Dead, was planning on coming too, but unfortunately, he had, at the same time, he's going to be in Europe on vacation, so he can't make any. That, 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 that's tough. Yeah. But it's okay. It's like there's always next year. Or whatever. <laughs> that's right. You, know? you, you got um, an IOU now. Right, right. I'm having drag shows. I'm having um, cosplay competition. Last year, I had a makeup competition that you had to create your own version of Cruella DeVille. <gasps> and I actually had the makeup artist from the movie Cruella disclose the like the twist in the competition. Yeah. <gasps> she did a video from London for us. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so this year, it's like create your own version of The Nun. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Yes. There's going to be workshops. Um, I'm having a uh-huh. Paranormal Research Group that's going to be doing a workshop. I'm going to have who, who is it? What, what group? Blood Moon Paranormal. Okay, There's not one I know. Not familiar with that one. No. Uh, I'm having Geek Wellness Education there. Talks about mental health for doctors mm. uh, in the industry. Um, having makeup tutorials and workshops, you know, for airbrushing and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Vendors, of course, uh, lots of vendors. But can you give us a number? How many vendors are have signed um, up already? I I wanted to actually bring it down this year because I want. I feel if you have too many vendors, 
people get spread out too thin and mm-hmm. sure. won't get as much business. So I brought it down. I think I have 50, which is still pretty good. Yeah, it's a solid floor. But the big thing, and this is getting the most attention, even more than some of the celebrities, is I'm having baby goats and pigs. So I'm actually having a petting zoo area. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yay! I, they are called Butterfly Valley Rescue and Sanctuary, and I met them at a haunt last year where they had their baby goats and pigs. I love and it. And we ended up becoming friends. And I asked them if they would be interested in coming to my event. And they said, yes. So I am going to offer a special ticket where you can have goat moses in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> and you can have your mimosa and play with baby goats. <laughs> can I bring this one to herd the goats? Because I, I think got- she'd have a lot of fun with it. I, I, I have to ask, what haunt had baby goats at their haunt? The best one. Say it again. American Horrorplex in Louisville. And when you would exit the haunt and they had, they had like a vendor, like, yeah. a, like seven vendors. Uh-huh. But when it first came out right there. They had the baby goats. Oh, my oh, so goodness. It's, it's, it's your, it's your healthcare after, after being scared crapless. It's like, okay, here, go pet something fuzzy. Well, and the <laughs> thing is I'm bringing back one of my shirts that I designed has black Philip on it from the witch. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's coming back. So, you know, that's going to tie right into the goats. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical. So it's pretty, pretty exciting. Um, I need goats. And I'm hoping, I, I've been chatting with and I'm waiting, we're working out the details, but it looks like possibly Wicked World Scaregrounds here in Lexington will be having a special event uh, that Saturday night after the show. Oh, like opening special for the show? Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Will that be uh, extra ticket price? I assume. Yes, it will. It will. Can you tell us how much yet, I or do you know? Yeah, okay. That hasn't been established. Yeah. So that, that's okay. Like I said, I'm still working, trying to work out the details with them. Getting kind of close though. Running out of time. <laughs> no pressure. It's always yeah, time. There's always time until the event ends. That, that's true. Yeah, that <laughs> is true. They do have they do have a couple of booths at my event, so they will be promoting. You know, Wicked World is going to be there. American Harplex is going to be there. Woods of Terror from North Carolina is going to have a booth there. You know, I'm going to have some podcasters there. And anybody we know, Big Scary Show, maybe. Of, of course, everybody right. knows Big Scary Show. Uh, they will be there. Um, Tales from the Haunt will be there. Okay. Yeah. I want to say there's someone else going to be there. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm having Waverly Hill Sanitarium is going to be there. Ooh. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. And talk about that. And I, I was just there about a month ago. I spent the night. Professionally or? Overnight with, with yeah, those yeah. doctors, with, uh, you know, paranormal groups. So it was well, pretty was cool. It, was it cool? <laughs> Nothing happened to me, but they had stories and I still found it really interesting and very creepy. Yeah. 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 Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. What other events are happening that weekend? That weekend? As part of like as part of your event. Like what other um um well all the celebrities, I, you got all the celebrity guests coming out. You've got uh you mentioned drag shows. The the Haunters Against Hate Awards, the drag shows, the, the awards, you know, the cosplay competition. Edgar Allan Poe is going to be doing shows each day. Like I said the makeup competition already, right? And you did. So yep, doing the nun. Yes, exactly. Create your own version of it. I'm calling. I'm calling it the bad habit competition. <laughs> that I love is it. Is genius. I love it. <laughs> and and I I'm probably going to have. I had this at Transworld and it went over very well. Where um, vendors wow. donate, and I, I'm going to have like the Haunters Against Hate raffle. So it's almost like you buy your raffle tickets and put them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And spin and see if you win. That, that went over really well. Froggy's Fog is going to be there. Um, nice. So it, it, it's, a, it's a nice eclectic group coming this year. Yeah, sounds like it. What kind of attendance did you see last year for the first event? Any idea? I, I'd have to look at the numbers. It, it wasn't overwhelming, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it was, <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say I was, you know, Horror Hound or Days of the Dead. Well, plus or minus 500. I would say around 500, maybe. That, that's solid for our first that's a, year. Yeah. That's a good first year. That, um, I was quite pleased with the turnout. Yeah. 
um and i'm hoping for a bigger turnout this year so you know i've been promoting like crazy are our tickets already on sale they are on sale where yes. do people go hahtheevent.com 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 and you click on the number two and that will jump over there right, right, to the, right to the link or if and you it, go to honorsgoodstate.com there's also a link to go there as well uh, there you go that, that makes it just too easy and to make it even easier, if you look in the show notes of this very episode, podcast episode, you will find a link to it there as well, because that's how we roll. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really do. And I, I genuinely am excited about, you know, the celebrities coming and the way they've, for me, it's just the way they've shown, shown such support. Yeah. In fact, um, in my volume eight of my book of Haunters, I have Russ and Judy, the original Barbara and Johnny in the book. And they're, they have two pages saying why they support Huntington State, along with Mark Patton from Nightmare on Elm Street. So it's pretty amazing. Awesome. That, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I love all the connections that you've been able to make through this as well. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing, I have to say. And as I travel more around the country, it's like, you know, um, in July, a week after my event, I'll be driving down to Texas for Texas Hunters Convention. Yes, Texas Honors. Yeah. So that that should be fun and exciting. I've never been to a haunt event down yeah. before. So you know. yeah, I, I hear it's a really good time. We are we try to make it every year, and it keeps not happening. They're gonna I'm gonna be somewhere in the Bering Sea when when it's uh, happening. So not making it this year, but next year. Fingers are crossed. Dodge the icebergs. Hmm? Dodge the icebergs. Dodge the icebergs. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> so let's talk logistics for a minute. Um, you're in Lexington, Kentucky. If people are trying to get there, what's the best way to get to uh, the venue? Well, I mean, if driving, flying, I mean, flying, Lexington has an airport, but okay. if you're looking for an easier route, you can fly into Louisville or Cincinnati. It's really not that far. It's only like an hour drive. From okay. Lexington. Okay. So Cincinnati, you would just head south. Cincinnati Airport. Ironically, is in northern Kentucky. It's not in Ohio. <laughs> so, no because, of course. Right, exactly. Because yeah. it's Ohio. So, so I have, you know, a few of the celebrities are flying into Cincinnati because it's easier. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. But I would recommend that if you're flying in. Okay, um, how about uh, hotels? The, I, the hotel, um, I have a link on the website hahthevent.com with the hotel and if you click and reserve there you'll get the, the room rate that's tied into haunters against fate which i think is 108 a night yeah 108 a night is, is what it says on the website yeah. so so that, that's be better than yeah way better than the if you try to get a hotel on your own right exactly and i wanted i wanted to move it back to lexington first of all because i live here and i want ah, convenient and and i thought it would be better to support my community, my city sure. that I live in. So if people want to go out to dinner or whatever, they're supporting local restaurants and local Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And I've heard Lexington is just a really cool city. It is, it is. I like it a lot. I never thought of, if you would have told asked me five years ago if I would move to Kentucky and like it, I would have been like <laughs> Sure, and what alternate reality are you you living in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how long have you lived there? Almost three years now. Okay. And I genuinely do like it. Uh -huh. It's really a cool city. That's awesome. I do not. Right. I have not spent much time in Kentucky. In fact, my time at Fear Expo is about the extent of my time in Kentucky. Okay. But the little bit that I got to see, I was really impressed. And that, and that's where where you were is Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, Far yeah. Western Kentucky. So where I'm heading, like Central East Kentucky. Yeah. Yep. Is a big difference. Um. <laughs> I, I, I think Louisville and Lexington have the most in common with each other, of course, because they're, sure. they're the cities. They're your metros. Right. And they're, you know, Lexington is a college town, so it's very uh -huh. yeah, yeah. liberal and very easygoing. So. Yeah, totally. Okay. So we've talked vendors. We've talked celebrities. We've talked the logistics. Events. events. Baby goats. <laughs> and baby goats. <laughs> My favorite. What, what have we missed? I... I'm, we all the competitions, the workshops, drag shows. Yeah, we've. How many drag shows are you doing? Two. Who? Excellent. Friday who, and. Who's Saturday. coming? Any big name drag queen? No, coming? no. I want local. I'm having okay. local queens and some queens from Louisville coming. Awesome. Excellent. I love it. I I 
no, I don't need big name. (laughs) (laughs) You get their big names in the celebs. And here's the thing. Well, and eight of the 10 celebrities that are coming to my event waive their fees to come to my event because they want to support Haunters. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's huge. So that's pretty amazing. That's super amazing. The the other two knocked their rates down tremendously to be supportive. So they realize, you know, if I were to get a big RuPaul queen in, I would have to spend a fortune on that. Yeah. And I would yeah. take that money and donate it to the LGBT youth groups because that's what it's about. Right. So. Right. And let me tell you, these queens turning out, they're fierce. Oh. Last year, they <laughs> I, I was to say, there's some solid pictures on, on the I, website. I have, I have yet to be disappointed by any drag show I have ever seen and been to. Hey, when- this, the skill. <laughs> They blow me out of the water. Like I do makeup and I'll tell you every single queen I've seen blows my pathetic ass out of the water. And I respect them for it 100% because they do killer, killer stuff. And they wear heels higher than mine. And I can do a six inch stiletto. Several several years ago, I I was at an event called North American Bear Weekend, which I still am part of and I do the advertising, but they, the whole thing's for charity too. And they do a drag show called Bearded Beauties. (laughs) <laughs> and they asked if I would please do a number. Solid beard, so, sure. So I was the filthiest version of Ariel, the mermaid you will ever see in your life. Oh, is there a recording of this anywhere? Oh, there is. Oh, there is. <laughs> Can I find it? I hope not. <laughs> Google skills, activate. My, my drag name was Tulita Pepsi. Excuse me, I got to start writing. <laughs> No, you're not going to find it. You may find a picture on my Facebook of me dressed as Ariel throwing dildos in it in the air because look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? That's why I started pulling out of my bag. <laughs> oh my God. I freaking love it. Oh, that's too perfect. Yeah. I need this video. You know the line? There's a line in the song where she goes, what's a fire? And why does it, what's the word burn? burn. Right. I pulled out monostat. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> All for charity. All for charity. Exactly. <laughs> they want me to do it at my event. I'm like, no, no, sorry. Now you, you get too much going on when you're trying to run your exactly. own event. Like, yeah. And you know, no, if I'm having kids there, I'm not going to start pulling dildos out of a bag. Yeah, no, that too. No. That's fair. <laughs> Even though last year I thought about it, they did me up like Rafiki. And I'm like, well, I could always redo that with the dildos and do, can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> love it when people think Disney so many children. I was just like, why do so many Disney songs work so well at this? That's right. That's right. Because Disney does this amazing job of making jokes for the small children in the world and the big and children. The big in the children. World. <laughs> that I, I, parents don't I, I did another fundraiser as Trulita, where I was with my friend, and we, you know, the song "You Don't Bring Me Flowers." Yeah. Yes. He was Hagrid, and I was Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Believe it at that. Yeah. 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 The wands like, came into play quite a bit. I bet. <laughs> oh, I was, I was picking through your website and I realized something I wanted to ask about uh, the bracelets. Can you talk a little bit about the bracelets real quick? The different colored bracelets? Um, I had this last year because of COVID and I'm doing it again this year. When you come to the event, you will get you will get to choose either a green, yellow, or red rubber wristband that says, because hate is the scariest thing of all. And basically that will signify your comfort level in an event. So if you're in green, that means, you know, people are welcome to hug you if they see you and mm. stuff like that. Yellow means ask first before any kind of physical contact or hugging or mm-hmm. that means, no, I'm keeping socially distant. Mm-hmm. So I think it puts people at ease and makes people feel more comfortable. And you could look at someone's wristband and go, okay, they're red. You know, I know not to, you know, invade yeah. their and, and- it gives everyone a boundary. And especially right. if you're somebody who's right. uncomfortable exactly. verbalizing those right. or has any sort of social anxiety, right. you're setting yourself up and you're setting up the people around you to be successful in those interactions. Exactly. 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 Yeah. And as an introvert, I freaking love that idea. I, I, I went over very well, very well at the first event. Yeah. Um, and like I said, that was mostly because, you know, Delta variants of COVID. Mm-hmm. Was right. And 
I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, COVID will always be a concern, but for yep. this more so for this, it's once you can, once it's your comfort level and your comfort yeah, level. It's, yeah. And it's, it's like, hey, do you, someone's space. do you want a hug? Do you want a handshake? Do you just want to say hi and ask about it? You know, because everybody bubble. has, everybody has different, you know, personal bubbles right. with different people. Like I have no personal bubble with a number of people, but you know, especially in new places, my personal bubble can get pretty big yes. and being able to, you know, make that call for myself. Mm-hmm. It gives and, you and, and communicate it without having to make an effort. Communicate to communicate. It, right. yeah. exactly. it, it gives exactly. you so much agency as, you know, both in terms of knowing what your boundaries are and stating them and then being able to read everybody else's very, very easily. So if you're right. someone who does struggle to read body language, you now have a great visual cue of, where where you are so it, it really that's a great idea i love it thank you thank why you. are you standing on me <laughs> <laughs> well we are getting for two minutes of course of course you take care of the puppy i'll take care of the podcast <laughs> so we're getting pretty close to the hour mark uh, and we just want to make sure we're not taking up too much of your time real quick if you can tell us if people want to find out more about hunters against hate if people want to get in touch with you what is the best way to do that um, either th- through Facebook, Hunters Against Hate page, um, or the website, huntersagainsthate.com. If you go to contact, they can always send an email via there. Even, even if you want to find out about the event, you can go to hahtheevent.com, or you can go to huntersagainsthate.com on the main page and click. Um, same thing on the main page. If you want to make a donation, you can. If you want to become a member, you can do it there by making the donation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you click on the member tab, you can see the people who have become members so far, which is pretty awesome. You can click on their logos, take them to their websites, et cetera, et cetera. But the big thing is um, I, the Facebook page. I also am Instagram on Hunters Against Hate and Twitter as well. Um, I think it's Hunter H8, something like that. <laughs> I had to break it down a little. So. Yeah, we, we got jerked around by Twitter as well. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the website or the main. Exactly. Um, so once again, check out the show notes for this very podcast episode and links to all of those will be right there. Make it nice and easy for all of our listeners to find. Last, what did I forget? Uh, let's see. At some point, we'll have to run for our own social media, but. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do us after we let Paul go. And, and you made me talk about Tolita Pepsi, so. <laughs> I think that was she the highlight fabulous. of my night. I love her. <laughs> Tolita Pepsi and goats. Life's complete tonight. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you take all the boxes for all the good stuff. <laughs> That's it. Oats and pigs, mind you. Yes. They're so cute when they're little. And they're so and, cute. And, and, I know. I know. I'm telling you, I, there's going to be a line for people to play with the goats and celebrities going to be like, don't you want my autograph? What about me? What about me? Yeah. Or the celebrities will be with the goats. Okay, the celebrities are going to be playing with the goats and pigs. Going, oh my gosh, best, so best of both worlds right there. Exactly. Right. Pretty no, funny. No, no need to stand on formality. There's goats and pigs. Not at yeah. all. Everyone's <laughs> welcome. Do what you want at my event. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to have a good time, definitely go to Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, July 8th through the 10th, Hunters Against Hate, the event number two. It sounds like it is going to be an absolute blast. Thank Paul, you. thank you so much for taking the time out to come and chat with us. Let us know all about Hunters Against Hate and the awesome work you're doing. And of course, giving us a sneak peek into the exciting adventure that will be Hunters Against Hate, the event number two. We are, we're so excited to have you. And really so... So grateful for what you're doing for the industry, for everybody who feels that they don't have a home, don't have a place, and just giving everybody a safe place to be who they are. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. It's like I said, it's just about trying to do some good in the world. Yeah, I'm still here while I'm around. So, yeah, and you're de- you're clearly doing some good in the world. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. Well, come play with goats now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Paul. You take care of yourselves. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, Paul. Have a good night. Puppy puppy says bye too as she stands on me again. Bye. Oh my gosh. Les, I don't know when the last time I had this much fun on the podcast was. It's been a while. It has been a while. We have we have been so bogged down in in everything Everything. that we've been doing that uh, I forgot just how much fun it is to talk to people. Hi. Yes, you're a lap puppy.
Do not eat my strawberry tops. Goodness gracious, doggo. Strawberry what now? The strawberry tops. Is that a euphemism? No. Oh, like literally the top of a strawberry. Yes. That was way less exciting than I thought it was going to be. Thank you for that. It's pretty basic. I'm I'm not very exciting, remember? (laughs) I think you're exciting. You're you're exciting to me, Les. Hi. Yes, you keep stepping on me. Indeed. So once again, that was Paul Lanner of Hunters Against Hate. He is uh, the founder of Hunters Against Hate and is running Hunters Against Hate, the event year number two in Lexington, Kentucky, July 8th through 10th. Go check them out at huntersagainsthate.com or H-A-H, theevent.com, and you will find out everything you need to know about uh, Hunters Against Hate and the event. Which is doing absolutely wonderful things for the industry and for just all of our communities at large, because everybody deserves a place to be themselves and a place to be welcome. Yes, the, re- the representation is just so key. If you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you're alone, let us tell you, you are not alone. Reach out to us. We'll be your friend. We absolutely we like, will. We like people. We like people. Even as introverts, we like people. <laughs> At bare minimum, Layla would be happy to lick your face until the end of times. Absolutely. Your food. <laughs> <laughs> in fact if you want to reach out to us the best way to do that is of course through our social media at facebook.com slash haunting you just the letter u you can find us on instagram at hunting university or on twitter at hunting universe one see i told you we got jerked around by twitter <laughs> and of course go check out our website at haunting where you will find all of our episodes going back all the way to the beginning as well as really cool resources uh, we link to we have a calendar of events coming up that we try to keep updated with all the upcoming conventions if uh, we're missing yours let us know immediately and we will absolutely absolutely we want that to be as complete as possible so if you you know of a convention that's not up there please let us know and we'll add it uh and then of course we have the hunter's ghoul box the uh and the haunting you method all ways to help you build better haunts on our website hauntingyou.com oh before we run off it is of course the first of the month and so we being the official podcast of the chamber of haunters want to give them an opportunity to let us know what is happening and oh my gosh do they have a lot happening coming up so let us kick off real quick the chamber's corner The Chamber of Haunters is glad to have Haunting You as our official podcast. As we have grown, we have partnered with various organizations and vendors to bring our members the best benefits that can be offered in the industry. We believe that saving money is also making money. The more money you can save, the more money you can make. From now through the end of July, heading into the Texas Haunters Convention, we will be interviewing multiple vendor members to let you see what benefits they're offering Chamber members and what they can do for you now and in the future. Remember that the Texas Hunters Convention is just around the corner, July 16th and 17th, 2022 in Mesquite, Texas. To register, go to www.texashuntersconvention.com. There is still time. Also, the haunt tour for this year will be an amazing opportunity to see some great Texas haunts. There are limited tickets, so get yours now before they sell out for 2022. All chamber members get discounts for the Texas Hunters Convention as well as any marked chamber members who are vending at the convention. We are excited to see you all there. A final reminder, if you're interested in joining the Chamber of Haunters, you can save 50% off in 2022 by going to chamberofhaunters.com, click on the Join Today button, choose your membership type, and then enter code HAUNTINGYOU with just the letter U at checkout. We hope to have you as a member of the Chamber of Haunters soon. See you all soon. Before we go, I just have to bitch for a minute. Please. So I'm getting ready to move, right? And... Part of getting ready to move is, of course, getting rid of a whole bunch of that I have been accumulating just since we moved here. In fact, it's probably good that the Coast Guard forces me to move every couple of years because otherwise Otherwise, I would never clean out all of it. would be needing to, you know, stage an intervention every six months. Yes, I I am a hoarder. Fighting, flying, you know, all all four of the rest of us out to help Ashley, help help your wife uh, stage an intervention again. Hello, I'm Keone. And I am a hoarder. In my defense, I hoard <laughs> for the haunted house. Like, I'm not hoarding for no reason. I'm hoarding things that I think will be useful for building the haunted house. So 90% of the time you are correct. Ex- exactly. Like, and I, I think it's relatively reasonable. Relatively. We'll, we'll leave it at that. But anyway, I have to get rid of, like, all the plywood, all of the paint, the stuff that I really can't take with me or I don't want to take with me all the way across the country. So... 
Well, we've done that to some degree already. We have done. Yes, indeed. But I've just got a ton of plywood left and it's all, excuse me, it's all like random sizes and shapes, just leftover stuff from building the haunt, right? Uh I have maybe 800 square feet worth of plywood left. So like, it's a lot of plywood. And so I put it up on Facebook Marketplace. I'm like, 50 cents a square foot, come take what you want. So a guy contacts me today and he's like, I want all of it. I don't even care what it looks like. I want all of it. What's your price? I'm like, you know what? I need it gone. 200 bucks. It's yours. He's like, okay, 200 bucks. I'll see you. Uh, when can I be there? I'm like, well, I'll be home at 7 p.m. Come by and we'll, we'll load you up. So, of course, I'm out there at 7 p.m. I've got the garage open, pulled all the stuff out of the way so we can get it out easily. I'm ready to go. 7.15 comes by. Haven't heard anything. So I'm like, hey, you still coming? Don't hear anything for a little while, but like, you know, a few <laughs> minutes later, he's like, yep, on the way. I'm like, great. Glad you're on it's the way. It's a relative on the way. It's, I know. I know. I mean, and, and I was, I'm on the way. Okay. Are you on the way from Longmont? From where? Exactly. Or are you on the way from, you know, Centennial? Right. Exactly. And I didn't ask the question. In my, in retrospect, I should have asked the question, but I didn't. So 8.15, he finally rolls up. This is, you know. 75 minutes after when we agreed we would meet and he'd start, but he rolls up and he's driving a Honda pilot with which, worse. It could be a Honda civic. I I've had that guy come too. I'll, I'll tell that story. If you want, <laughs> he bought uh, seven shelving units from me and carried them home on top of his Honda civic. That was terrifying. <laughs> metal shelving units. Yeah. Metal shelving unit. Like, you know, the, the like cheap metal, cheap metal shelves. Yeah. And oh. seven of them. He put seven of them on top of his Honda Civic. Oh. That's not my story from tonight. Though. So the guy rolls up in a Honda Pilot. Really? And he's at 75 minutes late. And he starts looking through all the wood. And he's like, so we agreed 150, right? Excuse me? You show up 75 minutes late and then you knock 50 bucks off the price? You mother... So we, we get past that. We settle on 180 because the wood is not in the pristine condition he was expecting, blah, 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 blah. And I just need it gone. So we settle at 180, start loading it up. And as I mentioned, he's got his Honda Pilot. You can't fit it inside. So we're putting on top of the Honda Pilot. But he doesn't have the roof rack like you would expect on a Honda Pilot. No. So we are putting 40 sheets of plywood on top of the Honda Pilot resting on top of the metal stacked on top of the metal That's not good. and you know what he brought to tie down 40 sheets of plywood on top of his the his honda pilot he brought baling twine at least it wasn't <laughs> butcher's twine that might have been better like oh i'm terrified so i offered to sell him a couple of my straps for you know an additional 10 bucks he, he agrees and thank god he did so i give him the straps and let me let me tell everyone, I have a very strict policy where I will not help you tie down your load to your car because I do not have to, I'm not the one who's going to have to live with it as you were driving home with whatever chaos you have created for yourself. I will not be responsible for your chaos. So he gets everything loaded. He puts one strap, one strap holding 40 sheets of plywood to the top of his Honda Pilot. One strap, ratchets it down, and then gets in his car and leaves. I watch him go. He makes it off of my driveway successfully, and I wash my hands of him. It is no longer my problem. You're off my property. Whatever happens now is your problem, sir. So, listeners, if you go to pick up things from Facebook Marketplace that you're buying, particularly if you're getting lumber or, let's say, metal shelving units, perhaps, Please, God, come prepared to move it because there are some really terrifying people driving down the road with seven metal shelves tied to the top of their Honda Civic or 40 sheets of plywood held down by a single strap and going highway speeds. (sighs) I hope no one died tonight. Oh, idiots in cars. Idiots in cars. I'm people terrify me more than anything I have ever seen in a haunt. Yep. Yep. So that's what my night was like. Thank God I had Paul here tonight to make my night go better. It was it was so much better after that. Yes. Absolutely made, made, made the night. On less, that note. 
on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. We already did our social media callouts, so I think we have nothing left to do but just bid you all a fond farewell. We are in, so it is June 1st. We will continue trying to get our episodes out one a month through October. Uh, I'm getting ready to go back to sea, so things are just going to be utter chaos. Wish us luck is, is all I'm trying to say. Wish us luck and keep us in your thoughts as, as the chaos progresses. Absolutely. Any final thoughts, Les? No, my brain is fried. It's been fried all day. I get it. Me too. So from all of us here at Haunting You, stay spooky, my friends, and happy haunting. Bye, everybody. Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at www.purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see our Facebook page for more information on all the clips used in this episode. Haunting University can be reached via Facebook at www.facebook.com slash haunting you with the letter U or on Twitter using the handle at haunting univer one that's haunting u-n-i-v-e-r one be sure to check out our new page on podbean at www.hauntingyou.podbean.com